You're listening to the Odyssey Out Loud. I'm Anna Katerina. Episode 8. A Sacrifice for Athena. When dawn appeared, rose-fingered child of the morning, Nestor the Gerenian horseman got up from bed. He went out and sat on the polished stones in front of the high doors, white and gleaming with oil, which Neleus used to sit on, a counsellor equal to the gods. But already conquered by his end, he'd gone to Hades. And Gerenian Nestor, watchman of the Achaeans, sat there in turn, holding a scepter, His sons left their rooms and assembled in crowds around him, Exephron and Stratios, Perseus and Aretos, and also godlike Thrasymedes. Then came their sixths, the hero Pesistratos. Bringing Telemachus, they seated him beside him. Nestor, the Gerenian horseman, was the first of them to speak. Swiftly, dear children, do as I wish, so I can first of all the gods gain the favor of Athena who came to me fully formed at the abundant feast of the gods. Now come on, someone go to the plain for a cow so it will get here quickly and have a herdsman drive it. Someone go to the black ship of great-hearted Telemachus and bring all his companions, leaving only two behind. And have someone go to the goldsmith Laerchus and order him to come here so that he can gild the horns of the cow with gold. The rest of you, stay here together and tell the slaves throughout the house to bring shining water and to prepare a very glorious feast with seats and firewood all around. That's what he said, and they all hurried about. The cow came from the plain, and the companions of great-hearted Telemachus came from the swift-balanced ship. The smith came, with his bronze tools which he used to finish his work, the anvil, hammer, and well-made tongs for working the gold. Athena came to take part in the sacrifices. The old man, Nestor the horseman, gave the smith gold, and he worked it and covered the cow's horns with it so that the goddess, seeing the glorious sacrifice, might rejoice. Stratios and divine Exephron led the cow by its horns. Aretos came from inside, bringing water for washing in a basin wrought with flowers. In the other hand, he carried barley in a reed basket. Thrasymedes, the resilient fighter, stood nearby, holding a sharp axe in his hand to strike the cow. Perseus held the bull for the blood, and the old man, Nestor the charioteer, took up the water and the barley, ready for the ritual, and cutting the cow's forelock, he prayed a great deal to Athena, and then threw the locks into the fire. Once they'd given thanksgiving and scattered the barley, then Nestor's son, high-hearted Thrasymedes, standing nearby, struck and the axe cut through the sinews of the neck and broke the cow's strength. They cried aloud, ululating, the daughters and daughters-in-law and worthy wife of Nestor, Eurydice, the eldest of Clemenos' daughters. Then the men lifted the cow up from the wide-weighed earth and held it, and Pesistratos, leader of men, cut its throat. Once the dark blood flowed from it and life left its bones, they quickly divided it up, and cut the thighs out at once, all in order, and covered them with the fat, making a double fold, and on them they placed the raw meat. 
The old man burned them on pieces of wood and poured gleaming wine on them, and beside him stood young men holding five-pronged forks. Then after the thighs were burned up and they tasted the sweetbreads, they cut up the rest and pierced them through with spits, and holding them they roasted the meat. Meanwhile, beautiful Polycaste, the youngest daughter of Nestor Neleiades, washed Telemachus. And once he'd been bathed and she'd anointed him richly with oil, she threw a tunic and a fine cloak around him, and he stepped from the bath, his body like an immortal's. Right away he went and sat down next to Nestor, shepherd of men. After they'd roasted the meat and carved off the outer parts, they sat and feasted, and noble men set to work filling golden cups with wine. Then, once they'd finished with their food and drink, Nestor the Grenian horseman was the first of them to speak. My children, come, fetch beautifully maned horses, and yoke them under a chariot so that Telemachus may go on his way. That's what he said, and they listened to him closely and heard him, and then they yoked the swift horses under the chariot. A woman, the housekeeper, put grain and wine inside it and cooked meats, the kind of things kings nourished by Zeus eat. Telemachus mounted the gorgeous chariot, and Pesistratos, leader of men, stepped up beside him. He seized the reins in his hands and whipped the horses into motion. The two, without reluctance, flew to the plain and left the steep citadel of Pylos. All day long the horses shook the yoke balanced between them. The sun sank, and all the roads went dark. And they came to Ferai, and the houses of Diocles, the son of Ortilochus, the child fathered by Alpheus. There they slept the night, and he gave them hospitality. You've been listening to The Odyssey Out Loud. I'm Anna Katerina. You can learn more and listen to new episodes at theodysseyoutloud.com. And if you'd like to support the show, you can go to patreon.com forward slash odysseyoutloud. Thank you for listening.